Welcome to the Lotus Flower Podcast. I am your host, Anna Butner. I am back as promised. Now today, I wanted us to get into my DMs because the Lotus Flower Podcast DMs be litty. So on Instagram, my account is African Sex Talks. And let me tell you, I have some interesting stories that come in there, some interesting questions, and I want to share to raise awareness. Of course, everybody's name is going to stay anonymous. I am not going to share any names or identify who these stories come from, who they belong to, who shared what. Your privacy is protected and respected. However, the reason why I'm sharing is because I feel like these are things that somebody else might be going through. Somebody else maybe might have gone through. Someone can learn from. And also, when you make these topics uh, open conversation, I think it takes away the mystery behind some of these things. These African secrets that we have. Um, and perhaps we could start sharing Perhaps you could go to someone who's closer to you than me and be like, this is what's happening and I have a question and I need help. Anyway, let's jump into it. First one says, hi, auntie. First of all, I have nobody's auntie. Like my nieces and nephews are my, uh, the only people that can call me auntie and they're all super young. So if you're older than the age of 15, do that auntie me i'm not your auntie but that's okay y'all could just call me hey friend because i'm your fellow girlfriend i am your fellow person that you can come to and ask questions to but anyway i digress auntie it is so it says my husband and i have been married for two months and he only has anal sex with me he turns me on my stomach every time and uses vaseline as a lube and penetrates me from my butthole he typically comes fast which i am grateful for it does not hurt that much anymore before moving to his village in senegal we heard stories about him being gay there were rumors that he had been caught with other men in his past i am young and feel that i will never get pregnant in this marriage and also that he might be sleeping with other men behind my back. He's a great friend as a husband. We both love cooking together. We chat. We gossip. He's kind and gentle and very talkative. Where I ha when I have to go to weddings, he helps me pick out my outfit and also helps me with makeup. I too believe he's gay. He only has sex with me once every three months. I think his family pressured him into marrying me. Now, there's a lot of women who are married to gay men because these gay men are forced into marrying a woman because of the cultural and traditional practices or because of the religious beliefs. So here we have a young girl who is married and if she didn't have sex before she got married she's still a virgin yes y'all she is still a virgin because her husband is only penetrating her through her asshole well thankfully he's nice about it <clears throat> excuse me thankfully he uses vaseline as lube that means he's considering the fact that you know 
this can be cause discomfort to his wife. And I'm not sure that he's doing it for her enjoyment because as she said, he comes fast, which she's grateful for because I'm sure if it goes longer, it becomes more painful, especially if she's not getting any enjoyment out of it. You want it to be quick. You're like, get him an asshole. Come, let me move on with my day. But I think young lady, you need to get help. You need to talk to some elders, some trusted people who are not going to ridicule your husband or ridicule your marriage. But you're right. You definitely will not be getting pregnant. I've never heard of anyone getting pregnant through their asshole. So if your husband continues to fuck you only in your butthole, ma'am, you will not be getting pregnant. Don't worry. There will be no baby coming out of this marriage. But it sounds like you love hanging out with your husband. He's fun. Um, he likes to gossip, which is a very girly thing. So y'all have that in common. He, he's very talkative. He's chatty. So it's almost like having a girlfriend around you, right? It's like, he's your really good friend. Um, but you're right. You're right that you will not get pregnant. And you also might be right that he might still be sleeping with other men in this marriage. Now, the danger in that is he could bring diseases home, not only because he's sleeping with other men. So it's not just about being gay. It's just that if you're having extracurricular activities outside of your marriage, and if you're not protecting yourself, you certainly can catch a disease and bring it home to your poor wife. And this applies to both heterosexual relationships and non-heterosexual relationships. If you feel like you have an inkling that your husband might still be sleeping with other men, then he probably is still sleeping with other men. Because even women who are married to straight men, when they have that feeling that their husband is cheating, 99.9% .9 of the time, they're right on. His ass is cheating. Um, I think you need to definitely get in touch with some elders, um, some trusted people, share this information with them, and see if you could perhaps get out of this marriage. But first, before that, I would think you want to have a conversation with your husband. Since you guys seem like your pals, you hang out, you chit chat, you have a good time. Maybe it's time to have a hard conversation where you can ask him about the rumors you heard about before you move to Senegal about him being gay and him being caught with other men in his past and see what he has to say about that. And also just be frank and honest and say, I've heard that you're gay and I want you to confirm that for me. If you are, I would like to end this marriage so that I can move on because I want to have children. It seems like you want to have children, which is why you said you're afraid that you'll never get pregnant in this marriage. Well, as long as he continues to only penetrate you through your butthole, you definitely will not be getting pregnant. I think a conversation with your husband might be due. If you feel like it's best to have this conversation with your husband and somebody else to help manage the conversation, perhaps a professional if one is available, if one isn't available, perhaps a trusted elder. Um, but if you can't do it, just you and him in the bedroom while you're having a key, key, key moment, maybe that, that's a good start. Then from there, you can invite an elder. And from there, you could proceed to figuring out what you want to do. If you want to stay in the marriage, 
go for it. Stay in it, knowing that you're not going to have children. Um, he's not interested in your vagina, clearly. Um, and if you want to be penetrated in your vagina and enjoy that, you might want to consider moving on to being with a heterosexual man who wants to penetrate your vagina and eat your vagina and lick it and kiss it and touch your boobs and not just have you face down um, and also kiss you on the mouth and just have actual intimacy apart from just asshole penetration because it seems like that's all you're having in this in this marriage. Um, so yeah, that's my advice for you. Um, I wish you all the best and I wish you to be brave and do what's best for you. Whew. Um, yeah. All right. Let's move on to the next, um, message that came into my DMs. Now this one says, Hey girl, see, I appreciate that. Hey girl. Yes, I am your girl. I'm not your auntie. I'm your girl. All right. It says, I'm a young girl in high school and I'm in love with a boy. My mom is totally against this relationship. My mom has been a maid for the family of the boy I'm interested in for over 20 years. I broke down and finally told my mom that I'm going to have sex for the first time with my high school boyfriend. She then shared with me the truth of her story. My mom came to work for the family at the age of 19. I will call the family Mr. Njai and his wife, okay? Mr. Njai was a newlywed at the time, but had eyes for my mom from the first day she started working for them. Okay, okay, so Mr. Njai was filling the maid. My admitted, my mom admitted that by the third month, Mr. Njai took her virginity and she got pregnant shortly after. Okay. So Mr. Njai is a newlywed living in a house with his wife. They bring them a 19 year old hot maid. Mr. Njai got eyes for the hot maid. And in three months of working there, Mr. Njai has managed to start having sexual activity with this 19 year old. All right. My mom left the job and went back to the village to have her first child, who was me, okay? When she returned to work for Mr. Njai, which he insisted that she return, she found his wife was highly pregnant, all right? So the maid went home after Mr. Njai got her pregnant to the village. She had her baby, and then she came back. When she comes back to working for Mr. Njai and his wife again, she finds that Mr. Njai's wife is highly pregnant. All right, I'm following. So she helped raise their son. My mom and Mr. Njai continued their affair unbeknownst to the wife. My mom never got married and went on to have three more children all by Mr. Njai. All right. So now... This maid is definitely the second wife, the unofficial second wife, because this maid is living in their house. This maid continues to have sexual intercourse with Mr. Njai, and clearly they have access to each other. I don't know what the wife does for a living and how the wife is not catching on to any of this because uh, this maid then had three more kids with Mr. Njai. So that means the maid and Mr. Njai have four children together. 
Mr. Njai had two more kids with his wife, okay? So Mr. Njai has three children with his wife and four children with the maid. This means my mom had four of his children and his wife had three of his children. My mom raised three of his children in the city while my grandmother raised the four of us in the village. I moved to the city when it was time to go to high school. The truth is that my boyfriend and I have been having sex for a year now. Problem is that Mr. Njai's firstborn son is my boyfriend. Holy shit. Okay. So she's fucking her brother. <laughs> my people! I cannot make this shit up. You see, this is why family secrets are just terrible. We need to stop keeping these family secrets. So this maid, from the age of 19, has been having a relationship with her boss. All her children are by her boss. She has four children. So it seems every time she gets pregnant, she goes to the village, she has her baby, she leaves the baby with her mom, and she comes back to working in the city with Mr. Njai and wife. Now, Mr. Njai clearly has two wives because this maid is the second wife. Unofficial, but definitely the second wife. So you get your wife pregnant, then you get the maid pregnant. Then you get your wife pregnant, then you get the maid pregnant. So in your marriage, you actually got your maid pregnant before you got your wife pregnant is, is, is what I'm understanding from this story. So now this girl comes to the city, is in high school, same high school as Mr. Njai's first son, and they start dating. They've been having sex for a year, and now the mom finally tells the girl the real story behind why she's completely against the girl dating this boy. That's because this boy is her half-brother. They share the same dad. See? You've been fucking your brother for a whole year. Mm-hmm. And didn't even know. So I wonder... If the maid's children had the same last name as, as the boss or if they kept their mother's last name. I'm sure, I am pretty sure they didn't keep the boss's last name because that would have been too obvious, right? Um, even the wife would have been like, wait, what's going on? How come all your kids have the same last name as my kid? And there's no mention of a husband for the maid because the girl said, my mom never married because Mr. Njai was her unofficial husband. So, woo, listen, moral of the story is we got to tell our children the truth about where they come from. We need to stop keeping these secrets because it's not doing anybody justice. Ma'am, had you told this, your daughter, that Mr. Njai is their dad, and even if you told the kids, Never tell or don't speak of it. She would have known not to date this boy because this boy is her half brother. I, I mean, this is a hot mess. Well, here's my advice to you. You must stop having sex with your half brother. Your half brother is your boyfriend. So you need to break up with him. Um, 
it's up to you whether you're going to share with him what your mom said or not, but you need to cease all sexual activities with this boy. Moving forward, there will be no texting. There will be no calling. If you guys are in love, this, this is kind of a mind fuck. So you might want to, you know, get together with a therapist and see how you can unpack this, um, and, and deal with all the feelings of betrayal, sadness, um, disappointment, um, um, I don't know what else you're going to feel now that you know this, but good thing that your mom finally came forward with, with her truth. And it's not for you to judge your mom. I think it's just for you to figure out how you're going to deal with yourself moving forward with the information you've just learned. If you can get a therapist, certainly get one. If you can't talk to a trusted person who can help you deal with your emotions that you feel about the situation, the story. Um, but you definitely need to break up with homeboy. Homeboy is your half brother. Y'all can't be fucking no more. You just, that's, that's a, that's a done deal. Wow. Okay. All right. Um, good luck young lady and you will fall in love again and you will find another boy that's going to have great dick game and you're going to continue to have an amazing sexual life. Um, it's not the end of the world, but it's definitely a bummer to find out the way you found out about the boy you're in love with, that you're dating, that you've been having sex with for a whole year, but you're young, you'll recover. I just ask that you reach out to somebody for help, um, because there's a lot to unpack here. Ooh, that was a lot. All right. We're going to move on next. This one says, hello. All right, just hello. I moved to the city when I was 15 years old and have been attending school there. I miss my siblings and my family in the village, but I love the city life. I went back to the village to visit my family last month and found my sister, who's two years younger than me, pregnant. Okay, y'all do the math. She's 15. Her sister, who's two years younger than her, is pregnant. All the adults are mad at her, but the guy that got her pregnant is 20 years older than her. He's the predator. You're very right. He should be in jail. You're very right. She is the victim, yet she is the one to face all the shame and blame. You know, um, we happen to live in these communities, in these societies where whenever there's sexual violation, by the way, this is a trigger warning to people who can't handle this topic. Um, we always seem to blame the women. We blame the girls, um, when we should be blaming the men who are older, who know better, who lure these women in and young girls who are predators themselves. So I sympathize with you. And, um, I do hope that this man who's 20 years older does face some jail time. I hope that your younger sister is able to have a healthy pregnancy and a healthy delivery and, um, hope she'll be able to continue on with her life. If she was in school to continue to go to school, hopefully the community of women around her will gather and support her in every way that they can. And you as the older sister who has now gone into the city 
and you do understand that the man is the predator, the man deserves jail time, and that your sister is the victim in this play, in this in this case, I hope you'll be able to help her deal with the shame and the blame that is coming from the elderly women and the community at large. At least if she has just one person, if it's just you that she can cry to, that she can talk to, that she can express her emotions with, um, that's helpful because sometimes these young girls don't have anyone to turn to. I think you should also speak to your mom and the other women in your family to, to come around and offer support and not make her feel like she did something wrong because she didn't. He did something wrong. And I hope you can also talk to your dad and the men in the family so that they can call the police and deal with this legally and put his butt in jail because that's where he belongs. Terrible. <sighs> um, okay. The last one says, hello, auntie. Who's your auntie? I'm not your auntie. This guy in my neighborhood told me that he can help me clear my face. I have bad acne. I have big nasty pimples all over my face. I have tried many things for two years now and still nothing has worked. He told me that his sperm will help clear my pimples. Is this true? I have heard this from other girls and they said it has helped, but they have to give the guys blow job to get the semen. <laughs> well, of course here come my semen is going to help you clear your face. But first you got to give me a blow job. Listen, no, no semen is going to help you clear your acne. Okay. These boys that are telling young girls that they should, give them blowjobs so that they could use <laughs> their ejaculation that their semen to put on their face so that it can help them clear their acne is false. It's a myth. It doesn't work. Some people believe that semen may help treat and improve acne, but it's false. Actually, this comes from the fact that semen, which is an organic compound, um, there's an organic compound that's found in semen and it contains antioxidants and anti-inflammatory properties, but there is no scientific evidence to support the use of semen as a treatment for acne. Y'all heard me. I said it. Okay. It's, it's false. There's no sperm that's going to clear your face. It's just what men say so that they can, get these young girls to give them head. I mean, it's a public announcement. Let's just call it a public announcement that it is false information, okay? That semen does not clear acne. Let's just put it out there. Semen does not clear acne. Actually, doctors say that judging from the ingredients that are in the semen, it's more likely to cause irritation more than anything else if applied to the face and left there for an extended period of time. Now, I know everybody knows the cum shot in every porn video is when the guy yeah, ejaculates on the girl's face. Listen, that's there for a couple of seconds. They say cut, she wipes that shit off. 
So do not walk away thinking, well, girls in porn videos have men come in their face. Maybe that's why they have clear face. No, semen does not clear acne. Semen does not take away pimples. Semen is not used to exfoliate the skin on your face. All of that is false. All of it. There's a lot of bullshit out there about how semen is some sort of magical cure for all skin concerns. It's false. Trust me. They say that it's mostly having to do with fading away of, of, of pigmentation and decreasing wrinkles. All of that is false. Remember, no semen can clear your acne and no semen is going to get rid of your pimples. So find a regimen that works. Try black soap. If that doesn't work, try maybe clean and clear, Neutrogena. Try other actually clinical products that are specifically for skin with acne. This myth of sperm being used on your face to clear your acne and get rid of your pimples. Again, it's an untruth. It's a myth. It doesn't work. Listen, I'm going to stop there for today. I will have another episode where I'll bring in some of the stories that come through in my DMs. So to all my listeners, keep bringing it in. Keep sharing your stories. I will share here so that other people who are going through the same things or in similar positions or are dealing with stuff that you're dealing with can also hear, feel like they can relate, see if the advice I give works for them, reach out to somebody else, reach out to professionals, but let's share. Let's stop living in secrecy. Let's bring up these conversations and talk about them openly so that we can get rid of this culture of shame, this culture of, of sutura to the point where you kill yourself. All right? We don't want that. No, we don't. We want to live free of these secrets. We want to expose the predators that are in our lives. We want to make sure that we're living our best and most authentic lives. We want to make sure we're living our truth. So let's discuss. Let's not be shy about the fact that, you know, you have a story to tell and you can share your story. Somebody else can relate. Somebody else can learn from it. Somebody else can take a lesson. It can save a life. Thank you, guys.